With more than 4 million sellers on Etsy, how can creative entrepreneurs like yourself stand out from the masses and sell more of your handmade goods without wasting hours on social media? That is the big question, and this podcast is the answer, where you will learn insider tips and proven strategies on how to turn your Etsy side hustle into a full-time business, giving you the freedom to be your own boss, have time with family, and more time to create. Hi, my name is Jenny Hall, and you're listening to the Handmade Sellers Podcast. Let's do this. Sellers Podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Hall, and today I have a very special guest. This is Vanessa Hall. Vanessa, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, everybody. Uh, I am Vanessa Hall. Jenny and I are not related, Um, (laughs) but I am one of the coaches in Jenny's Accelerator group, and I've been with Jenny for, what, like over two years now? It's It's been a while. Um, but I do alcohol ink art and I do it, um, functionally as well as fine art pieces. So I put it on, uh, coffee mugs and ornaments and tumblers and key rings and all sorts of fun stuff like that. So, um, it's kind of a fun way to make something, uh, a little, maybe boring, a little more unique. Yes, I love it. And I love Vanessa's eye for design and the colors that she uses. When I first saw her shop the Halls Way, I just fell in love with the blues and the greens. And I ordered something from her. And so that's how kind of, I don't know, I guess it all began back then, years ago. This is true. Yes. Okay, so Vanessa, Etsy released their holiday trends for 2023 about a month ago. So this might be a little late, but I think there's still time, don't you think? Oh, a hundred percent. And I mean, quite honestly, I think how many of us are just starting to think about holidays? Like, I don't think most of us really start thinking about it in August. Most of us are focusing on back to school. <laughs> exactly. I know. And it's still, what, 90 degrees here in Louisiana and in Florida where you are. So, yeah. <laughs> so when we were looking at the trends, three themes stuck out. And what are they, Vanessa? Uh, the three main ones that really stuck out for me are cozy, maximalist, and vintage. Yes. I, and, and across all categories. It's not just one. It's on all, all three. Yes. So let's dive into the maximalist one because I think that one's kind of fun right now. Yeah. Um, let's start with, let's start with the mantle. So Etsy has something called mantle moments and people decorating their mantles. It's, it's really a big trend right now. And they're layering things and they're layering artwork and candles and candlesticks. And it's just a great way to put in those little pieces that bring out the holiday trend. So what are some things you're seeing, Vanessa, that kind of represent that trend for Christmas? So last year, one of my favorite things that was huge that I saw on a mantle was the bottle brushes. Um, the bottle bush trees and they were in all different colors across the mantle and the main thing that to me brought that back to this one is again hey that's a little vintage so it's hinting at that vintage vibe but it was about the bright colors you know I think especially with holiday and Christmas people get a little stuck on red or green but one of my favorite holiday colors is navy blue because it is so classic. Uh, You know, it goes with so many different colors and it's such a 
like lush jewel tone that really can pack a punch without being like hot pink. Though I will say your girl loves some hot pink. (laughs) Yes. And I love that you mentioned different colors than red and green. Another thing that I saw a lot of was colored glass. And one thing in particular that kept popping up were these beautiful vintage perfume bottles and they were in all those gorgeous jewel tones too and i think for people that like to collect or give to someone that likes to collect those are beautiful just the colors and the way that you can layer them no i know exactly where you're going with that because like for me i grew up with uh, my mom collected vintage depression glass the beautiful green glass and so for our holiday table it was always a special treat. That's what compote went in and the charcuterie and the, you know, the olives and everything all went in the beautiful dishes. And then when it was, but I even think about that now. So while the green isn't really my aesthetic necessarily, I am obsessed with the pink depression glass. My personal Etsy wish list is full of tons of pink glass. And I like, just the ability that it pops that little bit of whimsy, that little bit of vintage, but it's that color that just really makes a different and difference and stands out. I also am interested in um, there's now new glass companies and new glass blowers that are doing um, colored glass drinkware, which is mm-hmm. such a fun way to add a pop to your table and still have it be classic. But, you know, if everything else on your table is beautiful and white and you have a pink or a purple or a blue wine glass, oh, just such a fun way to kind of liven up that table. So I'm all about adding maximalist elements and you don't necessarily have to be a true maximalist to add those elements. You can be a more minimalist who just wants a pop of color but maximalist is definitely a great way to kind of lean into. And if you're a seller who maybe you wouldn't describe your aesthetic as uh, maximalist per se, how can you lean into that to draw people to your shop? Is it the colors that you choose? Is it the way that you display it in your pictures? Are you showing it in a more maximalist way? Uh, you know, I think that's a, another thing that's important to kind of look at is how you're limiting or how you're listing your descriptions and your pictures, you know, to kind of capture also that maximalist vibe. I love that because you can just take a product that you already have and you can repurpose it just like you said and restyle it in in your photos to really draw in that customer that's looking for that layered look for the maximalist aesthetic, but it's still the same product you already have. Maybe you change the color a little bit, but when you photograph it, you're showing how it can be used in a maximalist, let's say table setting, for example. Um, And that's also a big thing is like the eclectic look. So let's say people do like the cozy kitsch, right? The cottage core. But what we're seeing a lot of is it's that mix and match. They're bringing in the old with the new. Um, It just gives it more of like a conversation starter too. It keeps your table fun, not fussy. So I am really drawn to right now, vintage napkins. I keep seeing so many embroidered napkins, a monogram napkins, cocktail napkins. Um, they're even like cherries and pears, like the vintage fruits, super, super popular, but something that reminds you of your grandma can still yeah. be current. 
Yeah, I think, uh, and I completely agree. I think one of my favorite terms that's been kind of coined out of this whole thing is the grand millennial. And that, you know, it sounds kind of silly, but it's leaning back into that, you know, the the things of yore, for lack of a better term, that, you know, leaning into of, you know, the wallpaper and the floral patterns, but also leaning back into that, again, the vintage side, like we said, these all kind of go together in a way of, you know, kind of hearkening back to a maybe a more simple time and a time when things weren't as disposable. And so you're seeing people who want to have that, that nostalgic factor and that tie-in factor. And it's such a great way to add that little bit of warmth and coziness because it is unexpected. It's not just a white tablecloth. It's got this beautiful little trim. Um, you know that one of my favorite things is uh, there's a, a person that I follow on a social channel who uses vintage tablecloths that are hand embroidered and she turns them into the most beautiful dresses, uh, which sounds absolutely bananas, but they are so gorgeous. And it's such a great way because I think especially younger generations aren't necessarily into a tablecloth but they are so into sustainability and that green aspect and what a great way to repurpose it. And then to make, you know, those dresses fit into that cozy vibe, you know, you're layering on a, a chunky, you know, shawl neck wrap and cute boots and, you know, all those things that if you're a crocheter or a knitter on Etsy, like we want to see those big chunky knits, anything that's cozy and makes you think about being bundled up on a walk. Oh, I'm all about it. They've said again that um, the blanket shawl is coming back, which I kind of love because if you have to sit out at a football game and, you know, it's just cold enough without being freezing and you want that extra cozy layer, perfect. Sitting out by the, um, oh, the fire pit, roasting marshmallows or drinking hot chocolate. A nice little shawl blanket. Ugh, obsessed. obsessed. Yes, totally. And this goes in line with one of the um, patterns of the fabric right now that's going to be popular. And it's always popular. We always see plaid, but this year it's tartan plaid. And the rustic farmhouse decor, all that, that vibe is not going away. So now they're taking that tartan plaid and they're turning it into the the shawl blankets, the capes, the ponchos. I love me a poncho. Same thing. Sit outside under that poncho just and just wrap yourself up. But they're also showing them as table runners, which reminds yep. me of my mom. Like my mom has the red, you know, tartan plaid table runner. It just reminds me of my mom. Um, tree skirts are in tartan plaids. Dish towels are in tartan plaids. Pillow covers, scarves. And the sweetest thing that I saw was dog bandanas. But because like hints of shimmer and glimmer are back, I saw the most precious tartan plaid dog bandana and then it had gold um, stars on it and then gold, it looked like gold glitter of the dog's name. And it was just so much fun because it has that like nostalgic feel, but then it's so fresh and young at the same time. And it also leans back into maximalist while we're talking with the gold. You've got that yeah. and the layering of you know, the bold pattern with the bright metallic that goes back to maximalist again, while also being cozy to me. Like I said, yeah. these three are the main that everything kind of fits into. And let me tell you, I am obsessed with tartan and I love to see it in so many different colorways. You know, it's mm -hmm. not just 
the traditional colorways. You're seeing it in, you know, rust colors mixed with blues and greens. You know, you're also seeing it in tans and beige, which is pretty, I think, normal. But, you know, again, that kind of leads into that cozy, wintry vibe. And then, of course, my favorites are always the blue and green tartans together because mm. it's just, it's classic while also just adding such a punch. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm, a, I, it's probably one of my favorite things to come back every year. I look forward to tartan every Christmas. <laughs> yes. And okay, you and I are both 90s girls, right? Like grew up in the 90s. And this just totally reminds me of the Britney Spears era. So they're taking the tartan plaid and they're turning them into those precious skirts. And so girls are wearing skirts, tartan plaid skirts. This goes along with um, like fairy tale fashion where people are wearing above the knee socks oversized bows they're really into textures velvet is making a huge comeback right now um along with corduroy and knit so what do you think about those tartan plaid skirts does it bring you back to high school or what <laughs> oh my gosh totally like uh, like clueless will probably always have a special place in my heart and let's face it shares yellow plaid uh outfit is iconic so the fact that that little bit of 90s fashion is coming back like i love it I also, you know, I love the fact that even like the over the knee socks are coming back again, clueless from the nineties, everything old is new again. Um, you know, but it's the same thing. And I mean, velvet for wintertime classic, but again, if you put it in the right colors with those punches, it's the maximalist. But if it's in the soft colors or the rust colors, it leads to that cozy vibe. Or if it's, you know, a really pretty pastel, it can feel a little vintage, uh, you know, vintage colors, uh, you know, kind of candy colors are definitely in. I know that we talked about seeing that in, you know, vintage decorations and vintage ornaments and seeing kind of those, you know, candy pastel colors. It's just so fun. And it's so unexpected, I think, because again, so many people just lean into a red or a green or a gold, you know, for their aesthetic. And it's a fun way to just kind of punch it up a little bit. Yeah. Corduroy is also really big right now um, for women in like the button down dresses with the long sleeves. Sometimes they even have like a cinch waist right there. Super cute paired with tights and boots. I remember when my little girl was little, that was her Christmas dress. She had a navy blue one and had ruffle sleeves with a big velvet bow. And it was just like, it was just the cutest little thing. Well, it's funny. <laughs> it's like it comes back corduroy is not going away it's not going no. away and when you can pair it with a little bit of velvet where can you bring in textures in your house and your decor how can you bring that into what you're selling in your shop then well yeah i mean if you're if you are a, a hair tie yeah. bow scrunchie maker that that's all of that i mean little corduroy barrettes adorable yes. like a great way to ju just get just a little bit of that texture and pattern in there without yeah. it having to be you know overkill if you make bags you know even just tote bags that's a great way to have a more wintry kind of tote you know uh if you're a jewelry maker you know i know that like the knit um the knit pattern is kind of you know popular with some of the jewelry things What's a corduroy pattern look like? What's a velvet or a suede pattern look like? Is there a way to add that to your jewelry, you know, designs that you're making? Like, there's so many ways to put these trends in unexpected ways in your products 
And I think it's kind of about looking outside the box. Um, yes. I think, I think a big thing, you know, speaking of outside the box that they talked about on their thing was flocked reindeer and faux food, which is just so funny to me. But at the same point in time, it's leaning into that vintage. And especially uh, the flocked reindeer is a little bit of that uh, kind of cozy vibe again. But that's where you want to layer that on your table or again on your mantle, you know, and kind of have your different decorations in that way. Um, you know, like I, I told you the faux food thing, um, that really stuck out to me was like the vintage, like sugared looking fruit and using that on, as like a statement pieces grouped together on a mantle, you know, with a swag or on your tree or on your front door, uh, you know, just a fun way to kind of lean into that, into that vintage vibe without having to go full vintage while also adding kind of that punch and that pop. Yes. And I love that it also, it gives your eyes something else to look at. It is that texture that they're adding with that sugar coat. It, you want to touch it. You just want to pick it up and you want to feel the grit of the sugar. It's just really cool. Um, that also, gosh, I'm just reminded of so many things of like my grandma and great grandma right now. So talk about textures. Another thing is like, how can you take what you're currently making and add texture to it? So for example, things like leather earrings, embossing reptile patterns on them is a huge thing right now. So rather than just having the teardrop, you know, single layer leather, they're embossing them um, with reptile patterns onto it. And then they're adding gold or they're wrapping them and they're cutting them into different shapes or they're layering the designs and then putting like a gold stud with it, with the dangle. So jewelry, we're seeing a huge influx of bronze, silver, and gold accents. What are you seeing, Vanessa? Yeah, I think uh, bronze, again, kind of bronzy copper colors. I think mm. um, a, a huge trend right now, that deep rust red color and having that kind of coppery color on the earrings, having a coppery kind of colored bracelet. It goes back to that unexpected. Um, or if it's the gold, the gold isn't pulling minimalist. The gold, the gold is pulling maximalist. Like you want to be dripping in gold like you want big chunky pieces it's not that small little dainty bit anymore it's all about that big statement piece that's definitely, definitely things that I'm noticing yes uh, when it, especially when it comes to jewelry yes another thing I'm seeing is hyper personalized gifts and I love that they say hyper personalized because not only can you add the person's name but you can also choose like the font style so things that kept coming up today were stationary sets which that is so reminiscent of, of our younger years right like writing the thank you letters and stuff and so people you're ordering stationary let's say it's a great wedding gift you know Mr. Or Mrs. such and such her um, the woman's name with her new last name. And you can pick the colors of her wedding. You can pick a font that represents her personality, whether it's fun or cursive or the retro font, whatever you can do. But customizing that gift and really making it something that resonates with the person you're giving it to, they, it just makes them feel so much more special. For my brother and sister-in-law, we gifted them a charcuterie board because they love to entertain. And we put their last name on it. And then we had a special date put on that. That was their wedding date on the front. And then we put a different anniversary for them on the back so that it was kind of like a nice call out. But every time they entertain, they pull that out. And it's a nice way that, you know, really makes it personal 
to them. Another thing that, you know, you and I both know, we have a, a, somebody in the accelerator program who does um, house paintings. Like what a great gift, like a, you know, a painted picture of somebody's new house on a Christmas ornament, like so hyper personalized because that's their home. And what an amazing keepsake for them to have, because even if they move away, it's a great way for them to remember like, oh, that was our first house together or, oh, that's where we brought our kids home. It's such like that amazing hyper personalized. It goes beyond just putting somebody's name on something. It's taking it to that, that next level, just really picking something. It's finding that small detail. And that's the thing that makes it the big impact and the hyper personalized. Definitely. Another thing I saw, it was so cute. It was same thing. It's a housewarming gift and it's just a cutout of a house, but they did it with a map of the city where they live. And then around the roof, they put their address, they put the date they got married, and then like the whole family, let's say on the bottom, and they matted it and framed it in this rustic wooden frame. So I just love all the layers of that. It's the vintage map, it's the modern matting, it's the rustic frame, it's just super cool. Plus the hyper-personalization and it's hidden on all of those things again. You know, it's, it's again, you know, and I think, Kind of leading leading into that again is the sustainability factor of it. People are really into wanting practical presents too. So if you're not going to go the hyper 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 personalized route, you know you're looking for stuff that's more around something that they're going to get a lot of daily use out of. It is that charcuterie board or you know a something you know like a per- something more personalized but something that's also much more practical bar cart accessories maybe it's spe- you know maybe it's coasters like that are specifically done in like the colors of their home or a specific shape maybe they love seashells or you know maybe they're the pirate's life for them and they love you know pirate themed things who knows but there's a way to like it's a practical gift. It's something that they'll get used all the time, but it's much more personalized than just being something you got at Target. Yes. Not anything's wrong with Target because we all love Target. But... No, love's in Target. <laughs> Another thing, um, host and hostess gifts. So the small things that you can bring to a party, you can have in your closet and be like, okay, I'm going to five parties, you know, and you just grab and go. Things that make your host and hostess feel so special, something small. Um, we're seeing a lot of, tea towels, wine bottle bags. There's a 162% increase in the SEO keyword phrase, tea towels gift. So you know that people are looking for something that goes along with sustainability and they're going to keep it forever. It's better than paper towels and you can personalize it. So what have you seen for host and hostess gifts that are really kind of standing out right now? So I can tell you, uh, especially with the tea towel. So last year uh, for neighbor gifts for our surrounding ones, we gave them all smaller little cheese boards with a, with a couple tea towels and then cheese knives attached to them. And so that way, and we gave them out just to like our close neighbors here, but just as like a fun little gift, it wasn't super expensive, but it, you know, it let them know we were thinking of them and wanting them to have a happy holiday season. Um, another thing that is always a big hit is candles. People love candles and it doesn't necessarily have to be a scented candle. Sometimes it's just a candle that looks different or it's sculptured or it's twisted or 
you know, it's a cool, it's, it's those bubble candles, you know, just something that's a little different that again, it gives it that look that like you really put thought and effort into it, but you can have maybe a lot on hand so that it's easy to kind of put together a gift basket quickly. Um, you know, wine is always a big gift, I think, because it's easy. Who doesn't have a bottle of wine for the most part hanging around their house? And, you know, yeah, you can throw a bow on it. Sure. But having, you know, a bag to put it in or having like a fun container to put it in or a fun little way to add something to it. Like what a great way, you know, to just add that little bit of whimsy and that little bit of fun to it. And it still makes a great gift. Yeah, definitely. Um, One of our accelerator members um, a while back, Elaine Scott, she sublimated onto candles to personalize it. So she would put a little poem with their name or she would put um, the new monogram of the name with the wedding date. I loved that. That's so cute. Like what a great idea. And it's so fun. You know, it's the perfect thing that that if you get that, you know, you put it on display in like a a guest bedroom or, you know, like it's just a fun little nod to your family and it's a great little keepsake to have. Um, I think another thing that we should talk about is how the Zodiac is always huge. Always like in always, always. It really is. Um, We're seeing it everywhere. Jewelry, t-shirts, mugs, anything that the touch of personalization, Um, you know, when that person's, you know, the month they were born, what their sign is. It just, it's more thoughtful. There are even Zodiac bracelets. Um, Ornaments, Zodiac ornaments. Some people, you know, so my husband will kill me for telling you this, but he's, he's a Taurus and we always, and he's a little clumsy. And so we always joke that he's a bull in a China shop. So, I mean, what a cute way to like give somebody a personalized gift of like an, like a teacup with like a little like bull ornament in it. It's a bull in a China shop. Like it's that way, but it's so true. But I mean, but if somebody knew that, cause our friends know that we talk about that. So it's like, if somebody were to give us that, it would be such a cute gift of this vintage teacup. Yes. Into the vintage vintage. Again, with, the, with the zodiac ornament for his sign like such a cute little way to make a fun gift without it having to be you know too crazy and again it goes back to that hyper personalized it's personalized yeah. to us it's stuff that people would know about us so you know i think that's kind of the big thing especially with gifts for me i'm big on giving people the perfect gift and i put a lot of pressure on myself i know i'm not the only one and I think that part of that is, you know, you want the person to feel like it's not something you just thought about last minute. And so you're really putting that thought and effort into it, which again, goes back to why I personally shop for a lot of my gifts on Etsy is because, you know, we know Etsy sellers are trying to do something different. They're trying to lean into these trends and get you what you want, you know, and, and really get you there while making it kind of different. And I think it's so fun to kind of see what they're saying is going to be the big things this year and kind of then how we can all put that in our shops. I mean, I, you know me, I love color. So I lean heavily into the maximalist side of things, but I'm already thinking like, okay, how can I work like the vintage angle? How can I, you know, my gifts are already kind of sustainable because I do a lot of practical items, but it's like, how can I make that even more so? And the thing that kind of caught my eye is that's making a comeback from that vintage part is the old ceramic light up trees. 
do you know which one I'm talking about? Those are huge. And I'm like, how can I, how can I get my hands on one of those to paint on it, to make it oh, so different? Yes. You know? So that's yes. on top of my list. That's on your radar. Well, I actually saw when I was doing research, I saw those ceramic Christmas trees, but it's a DIY kit. So they give it to you white and you paint it and then you put the little lights in, you put your light bulb in the middle. Okay. I think you have to find one. <laughs> I do, I do. Oh my gosh, adorable. But I mean, but that's another part too. Yeah. And I think it's huge with Etsy for the fall trends is kits. Yeah. People are always looking for, I mean, you've got winter break that's going to be coming up. You've got kids that are going to be Thanksgiving break. You've got kids that are going to be out of school and you've got parents that are going to need activities for them to do. So again, if you're a seller, you know, do you have a learn to crochet an easy pattern, learn to make a scarf, learn to, or, you know, let's paint this ceramic tree together. Or, you know, I think that's another way to lean into what do I make in my shop that I can lead to a kit of some kind for a maker or, you know, an activity kit. I think people, I think the big thing is that, that I would say is we need to get out of the box in our thinking when it comes to our Etsy shops. Don't just think that your thing is your your item is only one thing. What else can it be? How else can it be used? And I think especially when you have a year like we are having where, you know, people are being very mindful with how they're spending, the more you can show that versatility in your gift and or in your item, I think the higher you're going to be able to get in those in in the rankings and in your sales. Yes, and one thing that I found was um for stencils, talk about hyper-personalization. People are making sugar stencils. So if you're a stencil maker, okay, you can make all the fun things for the kids to paint and stamp and everything, but how can you make stencils that go on top of sugar cookies and then they put the certain colored sugar, do you see what I'm saying? Or the powdered yep. sugar to make, yeah, to make your, let's say, initial or the, the year or whatever you want to say. And then, well, what else can you do with the stencils like that. I also saw another one where you take that same stencil and if you love, if the person likes to make lattes, they put it on top of the latte, you make the circle, put the stencil down and then you sprinkle in the cinnamon. So let's say it's going to say the big H for Hall. Like if you're a stencil maker, like how many ways can a person use it? How many people can you serve with that same product in the way you photograph it? Well, and, you know, going back to that same thing, if it's that, you know, the H for Hall, since we're both Halls, what if they yeah. bake bread and then they sprinkle the flour on top of the bread so the H bakes into the top? I mean, talk about a really great neighbor gift. Okay, so now yes. they know it came from you because it has the big H on the top of it. It's a fresh baked, baked loaf of bread. And, you know, yeah. it's such a fun gift to give. And plus you made it. So it's so, you know, it's so personal. It's from you. Love. Yes. And I, I love that. And another thing, um, rolling pins, personalized rolling pins. They've been around a while. Last year, I think the big one was bees. You could roll little patterns into your dough, but now they're doing people's names. So you could say like, you know, made by Vanessa or made with love and they're rolling out their name or Mr. And Mrs. Whatever it is. So when you go give that gift, you can wrap it in that dish towel, that, you know, vintage flower sack and carry it on over. But how can you make those, the things in your shop go along with what is trending now? Yeah. And I think, I think that's the biggest thing is, you know, you have to look at 
what you sell and what we've talked about here are all the trends. And then, you know, like, how does that, how does that mix in? How does that work for you? You know, if you're, maybe you don't really want to change your product a whole bunch, but maybe it's just offering a slightly different colorway. You know, maybe all your earrings come with gold and you offer silver. Silver is always classic at the holiday time, you know, so offering just that little bit extra so you can, or maybe you offer both and you add silver to your gold. So then you get both of them going in there, or it's just changing up a little bit of a color or, you know, just changing something out to kind of push that little bit more, you know, so that you do get seen as, oh yeah, this is, this is of the moment it's trending. This is definitely where I want to spend my money. You know, I, I think, I think the big thing again, is that it's, everybody wants that individual, individualized gift, but people are so much more mindful about where they're, you know, spending their money and how they're spending their money and they want it to be sustainable, but they want it to be beautiful. And I think the more that you can kind of lean into all those things in your, in how you're presenting your product, I just really think that that's going to help kind of catapult you up as a seller, you know, you got to. You got to kind of always keep evolving your shop because what may have worked two years ago is definitely gonna not going to work now. I mean, because think about it. I mean, three years ago, if somebody had told us that Barbie core was going to be huge, we nobody would have believed them. No. Yeah. Pink Christmas trees. Okay. Like, sure. Right. Whatever. Pink. And now pink's been around for what? Three years for Christmas. Yes. It's yeah. huge. It's huge. I just painted some pink, pink tree earrings the other day. Like, Everybody wants pink. So, you know, so it's like you can't you can't keep thinking that what you did previously is gonna work. And that's why, well, not everybody likes to be trendy. It's important to pay attention to the trends for how you can repurpose your products and keep your product at the top of the list and the top of eyes. Ah, I love that. Thank Vanessa, thank you so much for joining us today. Tell everyone where they can find you. So uh, you can find me, I'm, I'm the Hallsways, I'm that on Facebook, I'm that on Etsy, and I'm that on Instagram. So just <laughs> the Hallsways, you can look me up, I'm on all the places. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Thanks, Jenny. you a handmade seller and creative entrepreneur who's ready to amplify your Etsy shop's visibility and sales? If so, then I invite you to join my community of more than 1,900 Etsy shop owners on Facebook called Etsy Sales and Marketing for Handmade Sellers. It's where you will get insider access on the latest strategies for writing SEO and for boosting your sales with simple and strategic social media marketing while surrounding yourself with a community of supportive entrepreneurs who are in your corner every step of the way. Join for free today by visiting www.jenny-hall.com slash Facebook group. Thanks for listening, and I can't wait to see you on the inside.